welcome to day seven of Tokyo 2020 Bonus Olympopod Dailies. And I'm all alone today. Beloved co-host Chris is currently hurtling home to Sweden after a couple of weeks of non-Olympic, unsanctioned sport, but hopefully he will be back tomorrow, well-rested and completely in the zone, ready for nine more days of the greatest show on earth. But this gives me an opportunity to spout some controversial opinions and spout them completely unchallenged. Long-time listeners will surely be at the edge of their seats in anticipation at this point, as after 18-ish official Olympopods, multiple guests and a fair few meanderings off topic, we've managed to alienate ourselves from vast swathes of the international sporting community, including, though not limited to, football, golf, sprinting, medium-distance running, long-distance running that's not quite long enough, the Winter Olympics, Pierre de Coubertin, the Olympic Broadcasting Services, the breaststroke. So, who has caught my ire today? Well, it's multiple Olympic medalists. And I know what you're thinking. Wash! But hear me out here. I just don't think it's in the spirit of the Olympics for a single athlete to be allowed to win five or six medals in a single Games. I don't think it's fair that the great Michael Phelps has 28 Olympic medals when a hypothetical badminton player of equal calibre would only have the opportunity to win 15 in the same time span. So, I propose we cap gold medals to two per athlete per Games. Really mix things up a bit and add a marginally more level playing field to the Games. He might not have approved of me, but I think Pierre de Coubertin would have approved of this suggestion. In tomorrow's opinions I have no right in having, Olympic team events, do we really need them? Chris is due back very soon. Now, in spite of what I have just said, and in spite of my quite disparaging tone yesterday, I watched some baseball last night for the very first time in my life, and I enjoyed it immensely. I don't understand it, but I will be settling in to watch at least one more match this year, and subsequently every three to four years after this. And if that is not what the Olympics is all about, then I don't know what is. Now to some winners of the Games today. And first up, it's the Olympopod's very own Ruth Fitzpatrick. A couple of days ago, I gave an exclusive Olympopod tip that the news emerging from one country, and one country only, that a weightlifting gold medalist is already being investigated for doping. I quite wisely didn't name names at the time, but now that the story has been debunked, here is all the drama compressed into one manageable bite. China's Ho Ji Hui took gold and set a new Olympic record in both the snatch and clean and jerk 49kg event. India's Saikam Mirabai Chanu took silver, and a very short time later, a news bureau based in India began circulating a story based on unnamed sources that Ho Ji Hui's gold could potentially be stripped from her and awarded to Mirabai Chanu, due to irregularities. This story spread like wildfire across the subcontinent and now further afield, and has forced the Anti-Doping Agency and the International Testing Agency to issue statements saying they know nothing about this and are quote-unquote mystified by the report. So we are labelling this story as false. Though, given weightlifting's rather dubious past, it's probably a little early to say that all of the results across all of the events at these games will stand forever. 
The rowing came to a close today with Team GB failing to secure any golds for the first time since 1980. And great friend of the show and font of all Olympic knowledge, Dr. Bill Mallon, also reported that aside from London 1908 and Moscow 1980, games in which the US either didn't send rowers or boycotted, this is the first time that Team USA has failed to win a single medal in rowing. I doubt this will be a particularly long dry spell for either nation, but it does mean that Tokyo 2020 will go down as the games in which Skibbereen County Cork performed better in some very small boats than two sporting giants. The rowing came to a close, but the track and field events began in earnest. The Irish mixed relay team gave the performance of a lifetime in the 4x400 semis, shaving four seconds off the national record and placing second after two disqualifications. One of those disqualifications came from the US team, where one of the runners spectacularly misjudged the Passover zone. It means that Alison Felix will be denied an early 10th Olympic gold in these games, but she will have more opportunities over the next week. And since I am no longer recognising more than two golds per games, it probably won't affect her goals too badly. Trampolining also began today, and it was very bouncy. So was the BMX racing. I've already made my opinions known about BMX freestyle, but I have to admit there is a lot to be said for the racing. Tiny bicycles, dangerous speeds, a hilarious course, this sport has everything. My only regret is that it's already over, but I will definitely be tuning in again in three years time. And a particular shout out to the Japanese volunteers today using leaf blowers to dry out the racetrack. Enjoyable to watch and you did a really great job. Yesterday, Chris mentioned the sometimes ridiculous commentary of these games, and I've not much to add on this except that it's time for the phrase precocious talent to be retired. Not looking at anyone in particular. Weightlifting is back tomorrow. That's right, it's back. 86 and 91 kilograms, let's be having you. There is, of course, lots of exciting action in the athletics as well. A triathlon mixed relay. Uh, there's more bouncing in the gymnastics stadium, baseball, and also supposedly some football. And before I get banned from ever hosting one of these unsupervised again, I want to wish you all a very happy International Day of Friendship. Olympians.org published a lovely interview today, which I will share on Twitter, at Olympipod for those of you not already following, with Team USA's Peter Boss and Team Germany's Kraft Schepke. They met as rivals at Rome 1960, but left as friends before losing touch again. But they reconnected 50 years later, this time as teammates as part of the 80-84 to 84 age division race at the 2018 World Rowing Masters Regatta, an event which they won. As anyone who has ever witnessed me tearfully attempt to explain after a couple of glasses of wine will know, I am a huge believer in the power of the Olympics to connect people who would and could never meet in any other circumstances. And of that genuine feeling of unity and solidarity that one can only experience when attending an Olympic Games. Now, he's had an unusually high number of shout-outs today, but here's one final more. For the Olympics and for all the friendships across borders, politics and ages that they've created. Thanks, Pierre de Coubertin will forgive you for probably cheating in the Stockholm 1912 arts competition. Maybe not for the other stuff, though. So with that, tell a friend you love them. 
And also tell that friend you love the Olympopods and that they should be listening to this too. Until tomorrow, when we will hopefully be joined once again by my great friend, Chris. Bye. Bye.